The personal views, beliefs, or opinions of our guests are their own, and welcoming them on our show does not mean we align ourselves with them completely. Please listen with discretion. Hey, Borches, the following episode you're about to listen to has a disclaimer on it. There are going to be some sensitive topics such as infancy loss and stillborn, mental health issues, and allegedly falsifying a pregnancy. Just to go ahead and give you guys a fair warning, thank you so much for being our listeners, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Borches. Hello, hello, and welcome to Roast and Toast 2022. We, we have an extra special episode. We really do, you guys, this week. So when you when you are hearing this, we're recording it in advance, obviously, but this is going to come out after our regular weekly episode. And we all know that 2022 in the influencer world has started with a bang. The bang being named Gigi, Girl Gangs, Erin, whatever you want to call it. And there have been so many forums, so many posts, so many he said, she said, people being verified. I'm her friend. I used to date her. There's so much information out there. And there is an account on Instagram that some of you, a lot of you follow um, that has been covering this and sort of a one-stop shop for all of the articles and the posts and the speculation of this whole Gigi saga. So we decided to record a little special edition episode with her um, and ask her some questions. But before we dive in and introduce her, Chrissy and I just want to say off the bat... Disclaimer here. Disclaimer. (laughs) If you're looking to hear our opinion... Did she fake it or not? You're not going to hear that here because that's not what we're about to do. That's not what we're here for. (laughs) We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. Yeah, we're going to break it down. What has happened if you don't follow Girl Gangs? um, She basically has wiped away all our accounts, so it doesn't matter. But you can try to read some of the red (laughs) forms. But we talked about her a little bit in one of our early episodes. I think it was like episode two. Yeah. So um, you can always go back and listen to that. But um, yeah, disclaimer here, we are giving the information that has been spread out there, but we are not giving an opinion or stating which one is true or false or what we feel that, you know, we think happened. So, um, and I don't think we're ever going to know. So this is just a great conversation about someone's own personal experience um, because that's very important. And uh, yeah, so enjoy. Enjoy. Okay. So the moment you've all been waiting for, the Instagram account is called Holding You Accountable. Obviously, we'll tag everything here. And Brittany is the lady behind the account. And welcome, Brittany. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on with you guys. I know. It's like so, it's a wild ride how you even divulged what your name was. And we're going to get into all of that. Um, But I guess right off the bat, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? <laughs> Who's yeah. Brittany? I'm excited. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> it's Brittany, bitch. So yeah, I'm Brittany. <laughs> um, I'm from Seattle. Um, I'm 25. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge into the influencer world. I guess like I don't love the influencers. Um, I kind of found them during COVID when you know we were all stuck at home. Um, 
yeah and i just kind of started following them and immediately it was like they are just living commercials i didn't really see them as my friend like a lot of people seem to think that um so that's how i got into all of this that's interesting because we were all home and that had to have been really hard too because with covid like we're all kind of stuck but sometimes it wasn't like that for everybody else <laughs> yes yeah. yeah i know i mean i definitely learned about a lot more influencers during COVID and paid attention to more things, I guess you could say. Um, but that's so interesting to me that you never like followed any of them. You kind of have the opposite experience with them as Chrissy and I do. Yeah. Like where we like follow some of them, we know some of them, but then we decided to do this, you know, separately to kind of go into like the snark kind of troll comments about. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Um, but then also calling out the people who are, not very, not very good. But um, what is it like now that you've dived into the influencer world? Is there like an influencer that you have found that you actually like that you don't find to be problematic? Or are you still kind of like I have to in order to have the integrity in my work? I can't really go beyond that. Is that what across yeah. that line? I think I would kind of go with the second one more. Um, yeah. I, there's not one that I truly think is completely authentic. I mean, they're all here on Instagram to make money. I don't think, gotcha. really think, think beyond that. <laughs> I love that you're being so honest about it because I think people yeah. don't even understand this side of it. Like, you know, so what made you, like, what was it that made you say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to create this account anonymously and just put out what I find to be true and what is not being told that's the truth from said influencers? Um, I guess with, while we're on the topic of girl gangs, um, seeing <laughs> her kind of do everything and she was a mix of the influencers and reality TV and I'm not into reality TV. So I was like, I'm on the blog snark. I read Gomi. Um, I was just kind of into the influencers more than anything. So I think I just decided, um, why not just dive right into it? And I didn't expect to gain any kind of following. I was just kind of doing it to document things for myself and maybe like a few people from Reddit would follow. Um, so it's been kind of exciting for me. <laughs> having some yeah, I know because you, like, you have like 6,000 followers now. Yeah. Wow. So that's exciting for me. I'm, I'm a nobody. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you're a nobody. I think it's really important that people understand because it can be, you know, for us, like being in this generation, like I'm in the generation that was young when the internet came out. And obviously like Facebook, when it first started was you had to be a college student in order to even have that page. You know, I had the MySpace. I think I had like an online journal called Melodramatic, which was old school. <laughs> but, um, it wasn't, you know, for, it truly was, MySpace truly was like sharing photos with your friends or people you didn't know. And then Facebook was the same way. And so this, there was no influencers like this. People used to do blogs, like really mm -hmm. write blogs about things. So in my generation, like we already know that it's not authentic. Like we're like, oh, you know, it's not toxic to me sometimes because I know that it's BS because it's social media. But I feel like the younger generation, like the girls, you know, my my kids' age and stuff, there it's very toxic. The filters and the, I mean, you can filter videos now. I mean, it's crazy, you yeah. know. Mm -hmm. And so it it scares me with that. Um, was so, there like a specific influencer that you were like, you know what, fuck this, I'm doing this, I'm making it. Um. 
Or was it just something that happened that you were just so mad about that you were like, I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to, oh, I like Laura Beverlyn. Gotcha. Yeah. Laura Beverlyn is one of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Laura I, I, Beverlyn. Like, I kind of get the feeling that because you don't come from a, of the world of like following the influencers to swipe up on their links and like be quote friends with them. Like you said, you're coming at it from the exact opposite side that it's kind of like all encompassing for like all. And I kind of, I like that. I, I definitely feel like there are influencers out there who are genuine and who like, you know, they truly love sharing things and love what they do. And then they're also trying to make money off of it. But it's so hard to know because you follow someone and you think, oh yeah, like they're a real one. And then we discover an account like yours where you point things out and it's like, oh shit. I didn't even think about that. No, they're shady. And also I like that you're more authentic because I do feel like, and not to slam girl gangs, but I find her, I, I follow, unfollowed her because I found her to be it was like, which one are you? Do you want yeah. to be friends with the influencers or do you want to call them out you know so it was just very weird to me because there would be an influencer she would call out and they'd be going back and forth and then all of a sudden they're like best friends like the catching up with Kel's girl yes um, exactly yeah. that's a really good point and then because they're friends she's not calling her out when she does at home Botox like she's not like that's not like you can't so that's the part where it was like this is silly like this doesn't make any sense so that makes your uh, that makes you I guess with your work, that makes sense because you can't really, it, it's not like true. It's like biased if you start to become friends with people like that. Um, yeah. So another thing is like some people actually thought you were girl gangs and I had read that a <laughs> times. Their theory was you are girl gangs. Um, I think every account they try to say is girl gangs at the end. Of I know, the but like people legit st- up until like I don't know, like four days ago, shared your picture. Yes, we're still saying she's. And I said, I thought to myself, like, first of all, she calls out girl gangs. Like, why would Gigi call herself? Oh, and like just a little insert. If you don't know who Gigi is, you you probably shouldn't even be listening to this. But whatever, <laughs> go to holding you accountable because she has a whole timeline timeline of like the whole saga. But did you get DMs with people asking you if you were Gigi? Oh my God, from day one, everyone just thought I was her. So I don't know what it is because I feel like my typing style is a little different because I, I don't like capital letters. I'll disclaimer, I'm a weirdo. I don't, I don't like those capital letters. Everything's lowercase with me. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I have a different voice in my typing style. So it was just weird when people would ask if I was her and I'd be like, no, yeah. I'm not. And like, I didn't give my name out. I didn't give any more information. I was just like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But like you actually use grammar too. Like I like periods, like, semicolons, like spelling is really good. Um, you know, little stuff like that. But, so because oh, go ahead, sorry. So <laughs> let's just start from the beginning. Like you decided to do this holding you accountable account. How long have you had this account? Since August. Since August. Okay. It blew up. Reddit, you know, the Reddit users liked it, whatever. Um You've had some like fun times oh, yeah. getting immersed <laughs> in this um, and we can't go into detail about some stuff, but in regards to the Gigi thing, what like, so you knew Gigi before you started this account? 
I did follow her. Um, I remember when people started posting about her on Reddit. Um, so I was like, oh, that's exciting. People, someone's finally calling these girls out on their shadiness. So I followed her. Um, and then she started, you know, going back and forth between the reality TV and influencers. So I didn't follow very closely for a while. I would just kind of keep up on the influencer stuff. Um, and then once I started this account, um, I say that she wouldn't, she didn't really know who I was until end of September, October. Um, and that's when we started talking. And we only really talked about the topics that we were posting about at the same time. We didn't have much in okay. common. <laughs> so we weren't like friends. Um, well, yeah, you live on the other side of the country, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Would you sort of just like compare notes mm-hmm. about the same topics that you were both covering? Okay, got it's it. Making sure information was correct. You're you're getting the same stuff I'm getting and we're making sure that... Okay, good. So yeah. like a journalistic approach. Um, so... So you started after this whole thing and uh, um, we're, with, you weren't really close with her. What was your first interaction with her? Um, I think the cease and desist. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The, the, yeah we can't. She should not be named. Okay. Well, I, guess, I guess we can talk about it a little bit it because was, that's what kind of like it. Yeah. You're a, you're, you wanted to be anonymous for yes. all person, all correct reasons why. Yeah. Um, but also I like the, like anonymous accounts. Like, I feel like you're not trying to be a celebrity or an influencer or be, you know, you're not trying to be like, you're just wanting to share the facts and that's it. Um, Very boring. I would not be a good influencer. Like (laughs) I I dress in all black all the time, neutral color. Yeah. But you're not trying to be like, you know, up their ass. So when you got the letter, and was that when you kind of reached out to her and she helped you out with what to do and how to handle it and what you need to say? When I got the letter, I was so freaked out. I never dealt with anything yeah. like this before. I, I wasn't expecting you, it. I wouldn't have thought you would even get one because it's not like you're doing anything. Like you weren't doxing anyone or... Right. Like you're not doing any... You're not it was sure. all public knowledge. Yeah. Common knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, every it went into detail about everything. Um, so once I kind of understood a little bit more it made sense but I was so freaked out I was like she got my name my address knew everything about me um I sent a picture of it completely unedited with my full name my full address with my apartment everything on it to Erin and am I allowed to call her Erin yeah. yeah, kind okay. of like asking her, like, what do I do? Yeah. Uh, what ha- do you like, have any advice? She's in the same business as you. She's yeah. obviously had to deal with it. Like, yeah. what's your advice? Um, and she was like, my brother's a lawyer. Hold on. And then she came back and she's like, reply this in the email. And it was like just two sentences. And I was like, okay. So um, I wrote and my own email. Yeah, it went away after that, right? No, not really. It didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't legal advice. Um, yeah, it wasn't like serious legal advice. I didn't ask for it. Um, she was just like, yeah. hold on, let me give you something to say back. So I said, okay, I'll take whatever free advice I can get. Um, I didn't end up using it, but, um, yeah, from there, that's kind of just when all of this just kind of took off. Because that was kind so of was, her to like help you out. Yeah. It was really nice of her yeah. to like offer any kind of help. She reassured me. She's like, everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. So I appreciated that, but yeah. Gotcha. So, if okay, so kind of bouncing back to the whole people thinking that you were Aaron, um, did you ever get any like super hateful DMs from people thinking that you were Aaron? Yes. Like what were so like many. like what? Um, what were the I've, nature of 
DMs. <laughs> I've deleted a lot of them. I just, they would go to my requests. So I would just read them and then just delete them. But it was, you know, just calling me spiteful and jealous and telling me what a horrible human being I am for running an account like this. Um, and I think that's where I kind of differ from Aaron a little bit. Like, I would love to make influencer money, don't get me wrong, but I'm not jealous of their lifestyle. Everything's fake and made for Instagram. Like, they don't do things for themselves. It's for Instagram. So I'm kind of going off topic here, but... No, I, no, it's it's totally, it's along right. the same lines because you, like, like we said earlier, you never aligned yourself with any one specific influencer. You've sort of been like this unbiased voice that just shares the facts as they come. Or, and not necessarily the, just the facts, but your opinions mm -hmm. too. When you've seen something, you sort of call it out. But I don't think you do it in a spiteful way like she did, where you demand that someone t has a conversation with you and... And you I, get your team together and you're like, hey team, it's yeah. coach. And we're in a fake headset. And I'm like yelling at people and asking them to be held accountable, but only the people that I don't like, because if you become my friend, exactly, I'm no longer going to hold you accountable anymore. And that's the part that's so weird to me is like, so I like that you're, you're letting everybody know I'm not going to betray influencers because I'm not even going to be friends with influencers. Like it's just yeah. nature of the beast. Like you kind of, you can't, you know, Alice from Gomi can't really be friends with influencers either, mm -hmm. you know, because she runs a site that, you know, <laughs> has all that. So, um, so at this point she's already like pregnant when she's helping you. Right. Cause you just started in August. Yes. Okay. okay. So when you, when you were, you know, sort of, watching her more in depth, like talking back and forth with her. What, like, I know you were, you had followed her sort of before you started your account, but was there anything, once you sort of got to know her a little more and see what she was like, were there any specific things that you disagreed with certain things that she would, certain things or people that she would talk about? Yeah, she was very led by emotion. Um, she would let herself get very worked up about things and then she would just immediately get on and just start kind of rambling and just kind of saying whatever was on her mind. Um, and I think that can be kind of harmful because that's what leads to rumors and false statements being made. Um, so just being led by the emotions, being just kind of angry at them rather than wanting the truth to come out. She was just kind of mean about some things. So like on a ramp, like on a rampage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And were there, are there any topics? Cause I know she was not afraid to shy away from anyone or anything. Amber Massey, Katie Roach, very, very, very like personal, personal things. Are, is there a difference? Is there like, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, do you have any lines where you will not cross? Um, I think leaving the influencers personal lives out of things is kind of key because I don't care what they're doing in their personal lives, do whatever that's, that's on them. That's what kind of person they are off screen. Um, but what they're doing on screen to make the money, to deceive people. Um, that's what, that's what my account is about is holding them accountable for um, what they're doing to make their money and lying to people. I do like that because you're, you're like, I'm not going to do the whole personal life. Like nobody cares why you're getting a divorce. Nobody cares about any of this stuff. Yeah. Just as long as you're not, telling somebody like here, I'm in a, you know, I'm not getting divorced, but here I'm, you know, 
like just lying. Like you're saying. But like what they share on the screen for is, us is fair game. Yes. Right. Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. I like this. Yeah. Um, so, so basically go through the timeline. Like you, you're September, you get this letter. She helps you out. When did you start being like, okay, something's not clicking like adding what, up what exactly happened and not everybody understands like kind of what's going on if you if you don't know the gg situation is basically right around the end of middle of december she just when we talked about our last episode she just disappeared her and her page was wiped clean and she had other pages and they're wiped clean and you well know, back up before that when did she what month did she announce that she was pregnant I, I think, think July. June, July. June, so she was doing July, a Q and A, just a random Q and A about herself. And there was one question in there that said, are you a mother? And then she answered it with a pregnancy announcement that said Finn coming December, 2021. And Finn Patrick or something? Finn Patrick. Yes, yeah. you're right. And she tagged the Etsy shop, uh, Etsy shop. So there was an Etsy shop where she could go where anyone can go and purchase a pregnancy announcement and basically a flat lay with some decorations, a onesie and then an ultrasound photo. And they will take your baby's name and put it on the onesie, like Photoshop it on the onesie. And then you can either choose to have them put your original ultrasound photo in there, or you can use a stock photo and she used a stock photo and then tagged the Etsy shop. Which was my first inclining of like, did, until she explained the stock photo, I was like, there's no way her, ultrasound pick would be that um they don't you know because my timeline just so you know I go by my timeline my first child it was born December 22nd so I oh, know what yeah okay I got pregnant in you know versus the month that when I and I gave birth at like 40 weeks and two days so it was two days late okay. and so I was a full-term pregnancy so it doesn't make sense to me some of the things that she was saying about timelines but at the same time I was going well she's also probably trying to be a little bit more private even though she kind of screwed herself at being so uh, in her face when it comes to having a kid you know you can understand like what kind of weirdos are out there like she doesn't want to be like exact about like when she's due or exact about what happened because people are going to follow that yeah maybe she just didn't want people to bug her you know there's people who know where she lives you know so I just kind of chalked it up to that but at the end middle of December she is gone. She's basically gone and everything's been white clean and she hasn't been back since. It, at least that's what people say. But so during that time frame of when she announced it to when she disappeared, like when did you first start to have doubts, red flags, not being able to do the math? Um, I don't know if I personally had any doubts or thoughts, but I saw everything being posted on GoMe mm -hmm. and her subreddit. Um, so I always had that in the back of my mind. And I think once she started sharing the ultrasounds and they were both bought online, the two that she did share on her account, um, that's kind of when it was like, okay, what's going on? Um, and then she had that baby shower in November. There was not a single person in any of the pictures. Um, one of the pumpkins that were like decoration did have her last name on it. So that was kind of interesting. Um, so I don't know if it was hers or her family's, but yeah, I don't know. It just kind of started raising red flags, but I didn't really think anything of it because 
because you're also like, that is a weird, don't you feel like that's so fucked up for me to even. Yes. yes. We have said said that all along. Like I would never doubt. Why would you doubt when someone says they're pregnant? I would never doubt that. And even last episode, you and I talked about it. I was like, I hope she had her baby and she is like doing her thing. Like she, she had like an awakening and you know, when someone's going off the rails online, you're like, obviously she's pregnant. She's got the pregnancy hormones. You're just irrational. A lot of times. I mean, I cried, you know, randomly throughout my pregnancies all the time and I'm not a crier and I hate it. So, you know, I, I get that. So I was, I'm always coming about it from like trying to understand her in her state, you know, I can't imagine like, I would, I would think, God, I mean, she's so like, an angry troll, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm not talking about her like mean. I'm just like, she comes across so mean and so nasty and so hateful. And then I'd go, damn, but I can't imagine being a single mom, being pregnant, not You're trying to put herself in your shoes. Yeah. Not knowing where I'm going to live or living far away from my family, which is your support system when you're in a situation like this. Cause I was a teen mom. So I needed my family in that kind of supportive environment. So I, you know, and I was like, that that sucks, you know, because I, you know, I was kind of in her boat, so I didn't want to judge her, you know. But it's really well, weird to put you put that thought in your head, and you'd read it, and you're like, and really nobody was really saying it until right around her due date, where they're like, when is this happening? Well, because she was alluding to uh, having her last meal before mm-hmm. she gave birth, which is like a that's true. You get your last meal, you know. The next day you're going to come in, you're going to be in yes. you know, and then stuff. she just went off and uh, like uh, she disappeared, but then everything was wiped. So we all thought, okay, well, she's just going to have her baby. And then the wiping is, happened. Yeah. Is that what you thought too? You were like, oh, she wiped her accounts. Like she's good. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I know due date was December 2nd. I remember because of Britney Spears mm-hmm. birthday and then December, <laughs> December 7th came around she posted that very cryptic like last meal um and then that was it which is which is true that some doctors would make you go another week you know within that week after your due date they'll Mm -hmm. they'll they'll get the baby yeah so i mean and i know I've, i've never been pregnant but first pregnancies i guess always go typically go past that yeah due date so i didn't think anything of it i was like whatever it'll happen when it happens um and then she posted last meal and then a couple days later, uh, the new account was deleted and then everything was wiped one by one. All like hundreds of her posts on girl gangs were deleted. All of her TikToks were deleted. Um, and that's when all it kind of got all of them. What did you think? What, what was your reaction in your head when you started seeing all of this? Um, I think initially I thought that maybe she's getting sued. <laughs> so she just wiped everything so that she didn't have mm-hmm. to deal with it on top of having a baby. Um, got it makes sense Mm -hmm. then um, because that was right around the time when everything with Lala and Mm -hmm. Randall happened yeah okay so just side note guys Gigi was going after uh, Lala's on Vanderpump Rules she is or she was engaged to Randall Emmett which by the way do you guys know that he's turtle from uh, Entourage you know that's basically his. Character. I've heard of that, but I have not seen that. He's show. basically Mark Wahlberg's like, like entourage show. You guys got to check it out. But anyway, okay. so Randall's like the turtle <laughs> of it. But anyway, so she's engaged to him, and he is caught with two other women going into a hotel room in Nashville after she has her baby. Is this correct? 
You don't know. We don't know. Don't Nobody know. knows. Yeah. Mine I'm not up to date on it. Yeah. Okay. No, so I guess that's what happened. So she was really going after Randall because her and Lala have some sort of social media friendship. Okay. That's what it was. So Got I it. just assumed this guy is a big movie, you know, the connections that he has. I agree. Like she's probably he came after her. She family. wiped everything. Yeah. His whole family is being ruined. You know, he's like ready to go, you know? So at that point in the timeline, she wipes everything. We don't hear anything for what, like a week? When is the next piece of news that we hear? Yeah, when's the next time you heard from her or or heard about anything at that point? I the next time I heard from her, I had messaged her a couple times, just checking in on her, seeing how it, everything was going. She didn't read it, and then out of the blue, December twenty first, I've got the DM. She says, um, "Here, I can pull it up." I'm sure everyone's already kind of seen it. Yeah, it's on. It's on your highlight. You're very good. You're very organized. Mm-hmm. Very organized. <laughs> She says on December 21st, hey, sorry, I lost the baby and just haven't been on my phone last 10 days. My sister deleted my account for now to just reduce stress as I heal. Which you're like, holy shit. Okay. Because none of us were expecting that. Yeah. (laughs) Very straight to the point. And that's heartbreaking. So you're like, yeah, I would delete everything. I would want, you know, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I didn't... yeah, trigger, like this and trigger warning for everybody. We should have probably done that, but yeah, we should have done basically that. Basically, says that she lost the baby. That's what she says. So, so after all this starts no coming out, like the cynic in me thinks, oh well, wouldn't you just delete the app from your phone? Why would you wipe everything? And then it starts to come out that she had been allegedly committed. She had a mental breakdown, and her family sort of stepped in and committed her and that's sort of where we were when we yeah that's where we sort of left off yes and then when does quote joe come into the picture um joe came into the picture i think just this week he reached out to alice and gave her screenshots of everything his dms with her brother um he was getting phone calls from her dad um emails back and forth with Aaron dating back to you know February March April um when all of this was happening for him he was dealing with her um yeah so Joe just for everyone is not that's not his real name this is allegedly the guy who got her pregnant and they had met on tinder dated for what just a few months here and there so if that uh, he said the last interaction he had with her was Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl. Which, yeah. by the way, if you're not a football fan, you wouldn't know when Super Bowl weekend is. But it is the first weekend of February. February. So by February 6th, 7th, they're done. So that's when there was another red flag in everyone's on everyone's radar because she had said she got pregnant in March. And that couldn't have been possible with Joe because the last interaction he had with her was February. Basically, mm-hmm. if she had, you know, gotten pregnant that weekend, you're looking at like end of October due date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know so that. He, yes. So he, <laughs> my second baby's November 1st. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, I guess a, a, a family friend yeah. of Gigi's that Gigi had known since what elementary school Mm -hmm. i think this is the same friend who 
alerted Joe of Gomi and Reddit and sent directed Joe to Alice. So he had no idea this page was around and then he gets directed to it. He reads it. He contacts Alice. Alice verifies it's actually him. So that's not to interrupt. Yeah. We don't know what verification he sent her, but basically the Reddit subreddit about her, the moderator there as well as Alice who has the, you know, there's a girl gains sub page like forum on her, on her page or whatever. But they both verified that this is actually really the guy. So how, that's my question though. How do you know, Brittany, like how does verification happen? Cause I don't think we really know what that, what they do. Yeah. I don't know. I, okay. I would Idea. assume probably like pictures maybe and texts back and forth. I don't know how the elementary friend yearbooks. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I would, think, I would think phone numbers that they would yeah. know that yeah. this is her. Email addresses, um, I guess. When we're texting, this is who I'm texting back and forth to. Mm-hmm. Also, like, wouldn't Tinder have some sort of history of who you've matched with? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe. But yeah. Um, so he comes out and he finds out that he has this page and you're reading this thread like we all are. Like, what the hell is going on? Yes. So he's like, she said I was the baby daddy, but I'm not the baby daddy. Like, and and, and Alice posted all of this on Gomi. She wrote an article with screenshots in it and receipts in it from Joe. And as much as there are as much as many issues as people have with Alice because of some of the things that she says, some of the topics she chooses to discuss, I do think that she does have credibility in the sense that she's not just going to go and post information without really verifying it. I mean, she's been around for what? A decade, over a decade. Yes. And she's, I'm, I'm sure had the same experience as you, Brittany with cease and desist with legal shit. So I feel like she sits on things and really verifies them before posting them. That's the vibe that I'm getting. I would say was there that she had this info for a hot minute before. And that it, and that, seems like it's real and i say seems because this is all on the internet truly like we could all be being literally right now. it could, we could be being punked right now like we all, don't yeah that's why Aaron. she's just drumming this all but read all the, that what are you going back in your messages because you're like wait a second i'm not gonna doubt that this person because basically the rumor is that at this point on these subreddits from a, an elementary school friend of her and her sisters mm-hmm. and this baby daddy that there is no baby because he said basically the second he asked for a paternity test and offered to pay for all the fees regarding a paternity test naturally you would want to have a paternity test when you're in that situation in order to come yeah. also a lot of times courts will want a paternity test to be involved because they want to make sure they've got this person on the hook for child support and child visitation and they don't yeah. want, they want to make sure. So a lot of times courts will automatically do it. They even do it like when you're getting divorced sometimes. It's really weird. Um, but now they're saying she faked her pregnancy, that there's no way she would have been pregnant. Um, whereas a lot of influencers who have gotten messages from her including in you're not an influencer, you know her, she sent you a message. She's saying, you know, trigger warning, she lost her baby. Um, she doesn't go into details beyond that. So 
people are skeptical because they're like, when you lose a baby at that term, late of the term, it's a it's a very devastating process to go through. You you're given a death certificate. There's a memory box. There's like all this stuff. So, well, and there's also specific language around losing a baby at that stage as well, which would be a stillborn, stillborn. versus a miscarriage. And her family, I guess, when they had been communicating with people, there were both terms sort of thrown around in there, which if it truly was a stillborn, which is a very like serious and traumatic and devastating time, you would think you would use the correct term. However, they're also trying to, you know, she's probably like, this is really isn't anybody's business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like another red flag. Mm-hmm. In all the little red flags, what coming people up. are saying is a red flag. Is the what language. people are saying is a red flag exactly? Yeah. Um, so, what do you when you read all that, um, and then you go back on your messages? So, what happened is you started talking about this. You were reporting on it just as it were happening. No opinion. This is what's being said. You know. You also said I'm not questioning the legitimacy of her pregnancy. Period. Like you're not. You had said that. I remember that very specifically. You did pose that you on your stories, it, right? I'm not here to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what happened after that? Because you kind of did a whole like, here's the info, just like you would any other influencer. God forbid Amber Massey had this kind of shit happening. <laughs> it would be crazy. You know, Aaron, Aaron would have had a field day with her, with her headset. Like, oh, hell yeah. Team, messenger. Co- yeah. Coach here. You better answer coach, Amber. Let us know. Like she would. So that's the part that I don't like is whatever just so what happened after at that point for you um at that point i really started questioning how much of it was legit and i i do have an internet friend who does text with aaron and i looked up the phone number and everything it's her um and she would go back and forth and aaron sent her multiple voice messages um like straight up just sobbing and um saying that she's going to end alice for starting this she she can't believe that everybody is questioning this. She's a grieving mother. How dare they? Um, and then more so just attacking the people who are questioning it rather than kind of focusing it back on herself. Like she just lost her baby is what the story is. But she's more so attacking the people who are coming at her for questioning the legitimacy of everything. Um, and that's Interesting. that's kind of what started alerting the bells in my head. Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what's going on Wait, here. Like, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just had this horrendous thing happen to me. I really don't even know anything anymore. Like, yeah. 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 Like that's what you, you know, like there's obviously no one specific way to grieve or no one specific reaction, but then there are red flags with certain reactions and sort of deflecting. Cause if it really, and I'm not saying, either way but if it really was true and she did lose the baby you would think that you would have this like visceral like mother reaction like this is my child that I just lost and it would be about you not everybody else exactly gotcha okay so then after that you got you you heard these voice memos she's sobbing she's devastated um when you reported on it did she is this after you had reported on it as well just sharing um, the page yeah i think af- all of this happened and then i decided 
I'm going to speak up. And um, people were starting to question, did she actually tell somebody that she lost her baby? And that's when I was like, I have the DMs to prove it. So I yeah, posted yeah. it. Um, you have the receipts. And it's it wasn't anything very, I mean, it's a very personal topic, but it didn't give any of her personal information. So I felt comfortable posting. Yes, mm-hmm. she did tell people that she lost the baby um, mm-hmm. because I had people coming at me saying she is just taking time off. She's learning how to be a new mother, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I was like, this is what she's telling people. This is directly from her, her fingers on the screen. <laughs> she And at this people, point, you're... St- at this point, you're still non-biased. You're just trying to show facts. Mm-hmm. And okay. also get people to stop talking Speculating. about That's not true. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when you shared the whole Gomi thing and all that, what what happened? Like, what? who the hell's Bravo Boo? And <laughs> yeah, tell us all <laughs> of that. you were anonymous oh, throughout this whole thing until Bravo Boo basically... So basically, Aaron's anything you send to Aaron, she just saves and sends to everybody else, essentially. So yeah, tell us yes. about Bravo Boo and what happened, how that all exploded. Um, so with Bravo Boo, I I started posting about Aaron and everything, and Bravo Boo started reaching out to me, and um, she just started kind of threatening me right off the bat, like, "How dare you? I can't believe you would do this. I'm going to expose you." Um, very angry typing, very poor spelling, no grammar some words weren't even real words so that do you was think Bravo is Aaron you know I I I would think so <laughs> Aaron um, I mean Aaron is a self-proclaimed Bravo fanatic yes um Aaron. and if Bravo Boo is not Aaron I I do think that Aaron probably has access to that account because they were sending me screenshots of messages that were just very pointless messages back and forth between me and Aaron um from earlier they have all that yeah so it's either that yeah. you've got you, you it's either that basically you which first off does that so basically but, bravo boo goes online threatens you and then you're like i didn't say anything wrong so do whatever you feel like you need but to hang on didn't bravo boo have a podcast episode with aaron so how could it both be Aaron? how could it be aaron i haven't right. listened to the podcast but yes i have okay. heard that so i so i truly think that aaron has access to the bravo boo account um, okay. Or she's just sending random screenshots to her friends. <laughs> Either way, now okay. you can't trust Aaron as far as you can throw her because yeah. like, th- that has to be like crazy that you're getting these messages and it's your messages that you've been sending for months to somebody. And so you're like, so basically all Aaron does is just screenshot every single message from every single person. So and saves it in an arsenal. Saves it in a vault. Yes. So yes. She can open it up and go back at you and the use it against you. The betrayal of that. The betra- because Bravo Boo had sent me the complete unedited picture that I had originally sent to Aaron of my letter, full name, full address, all of the info. And I asked her, I was like, is this a threat? <laughs> and uh, she didn't reply. She turned around and she posted it on her story with my address blocked out, but my full name was on there. So... I was like, well, so hang on. I just had a a light bulb thought that I have not had yet in this whole thing. So Erin is so worried that everyone is sharing her personal information and sharing her personal story. Yet she took a legal document that was sent for you that she did not have permission to share and sent it to someone else. Wow. The yeah. pot is calling the kettle black. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the thing. That's the part that I, and I had to unfollow her. Wow. Cause I feel like she's very much a hypocrite. I mean, you cannot, you know, 
you cannot demand answers about very personal things with Amber Massey and the domestic violence charge and everything like that. And then you things that don't matter. Lady like, Roach's alleged you know, affair, all of that. Roach's divorce and her affair and all this alleged yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times she would have her info wrong. She didn't go out there and apologize. She never said, hey, guys. She would dirty delete and move on. Delete it and move on. And the info's out there and it stays out there. So that's the part that drives me crazy is like, yes, she's grieving. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say like, an opinion or what I find to be factual, but regardless, it would not be, she would, if someone else was doing this, an influencer, a reality TV show person or whatever, she would not have given the grace that she's asking people to give to her. And yeah, I think it's a double standard. This whole thing is like treat others how you want to be treated because yeah. holy shit. But in your situation, this person, how many followers does Bravo Boo have? Like 11,000. She posted okay. this to her story. She did. Okay, yeah, that's where that's where we left off. So she took that letter. That letter, that screenshot, that picture, unedited picture you originally sent to Aaron that apparently Aaron just sends to everybody now. Everybody. (laughs) So she posted that to her eleven thousand followers. What happened after that? was post and went by. And how did you see, did you see it or did someone send it to you and say, hey, you you're being doxxed? people were sending it to me. I got probably a couple hundred messages of like the screenshot of the story saying she posted this on her story your full name's on there luckily oh she blocked out my God. address but i was like you know but what you look up your address with your full name yeah, yeah you can you can you can see everything when you look up my full name <laughs> um just wow. like anybody really but um yeah at that point i was like this is bullshit so i decided to just go on my page and i was still getting questions like are you aaron why is this person doing this to you and i was like clearly i'm not aaron so I just posted a little, quick little uh, story saying, I'm not Aaron. I'm Brittany. Here's a picture of me. <laughs> um, I just kind of, you said no kids by choice. Yeah. Even child free by choice. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I, me I really too, enjoyed, too. Yeah. I really enjoyed little, little snippets about like who you are. Like you're like, fine, this is a who I am, you know, by the way. Did any of your close friends message you like, what the fuck, Brittany? What are you going to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, luckily, no. I mean, I don't care if anybody knows. I'm very like, it's just like a fun little thing that I do on the side. It's fun for me. Yeah. I don't have drama in right. my real life. So this kind of drama is fun for me. But I bet you never expected this level of the drama no. to blow up and let alone turn and blow up on you. Yeah, no, I didn't <laughs> yeah. expect it. <laughs> no. You're like, shit. So now that it's kind of out there, what has, like, has Bravo Boo continued to reach out or no? Nope, they completely stopped um, the last message that they sent me. I've deleted the messages because I just don't want it in my inbox yeah. anymore. Um, no but it was just like a very angry message. And I remember it was like an L and then a space, capital D, and then like a bunch of letters after. I was like, that's not even a word. So. <laughs> Um, just like the typing style is just very similar. So it, it really does make me think either people with the same kind of like brain functioning as Aaron are all friends and they're just crazy online together or Aaron has access to that account. Birds of a feather flock together. Uh, uh, this Amen. is true. This is true. So when she doxxed you and put all your information out there, did you have people trying to contact you in like an angry way? Um, in my messages, yes, on Instagram, okay. but in real life, um, no, I did get a lot of no caller ID phone calls, which is kind of out of the blue. Usually I'll get like spam phone calls and they'll leave voicemails, mm-hmm. but no I caller like ID. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got like 15. Star six, seven, you? What? Is it star six, seven? 
Yeah, no it must be something like that because I was people like, were legit trying to call you. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, I don't oh know for sure God. because no caller ID, but they obviously know voicemails. I couldn't call them back. I didn't answer, so I just had of my course. phone on don't disturb for a few days, and it I haven't gotten any today. Do you think maybe it was her calling you? Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. If I had answered, I'm sure I would have gotten yelled at on the other end. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't call and leave you a voicemail. I'm surprised but too. Here's the thing. Why is she mad that you shared that? DM that had zero uh, details surrounding what happened. It didn't list like you wouldn't have shared it if it had like, Hey, I've been at such and such hospital and this is what happened and blah, blah, blah. I mean, she didn't say anything except just, Hey, I lost the baby. In my sister. And it was in her favor as well. Yeah. It, it would have been in her favor because you were sharing information corroborating the fact that she did have a baby and lose it. But is it because her messages to the people that she says she lost the baby to are all a little different? Like, like in some messages, it's, I lost the baby. My sister deleted everything because she had me committed type situation. Like, but to you, that wasn't what she said to you. She said, my sister deleted it so I could heal. I didn't think about that. I think that that could definitely be it. Um, or, you know, everybody has their different ideas. People are thinking that she's out there being a new mother and she wanted them to keep thinking that so that they continue to think highly of her and she's the victim in all of this. Um, mm -hmm. So then she can come back on the internet and have those people on her side. Whereas, Resume business but, as usual. But yes. she didn't, but, but not to, but there's like other accounts that have said, and shared the messages. Catching up with Kel said, I spoke to her. She's grieving her loss of her baby. She sent mm -hmm. me a message told us she lost the baby. No one's doxing her for that. Um, the podcast we won't name said that they had, you know, they got a message and, you know, she lost her baby and they hope that she heals. And it was all good, you know, good, encouraging, wanting her to get better messages yeah so that's the part like what's the difference between you sharing that and being like i'm not you know i'm not gonna sit here and like you're not saying she made anything up you're not you're saying this is actually what happened like we should feel really terrible for her this is really yeah. awful what's happening i mean if anything if her goal is for people to leave her alone because she's a victim and all this i mean that message there is like per supporting that you know do you think it's because of the nature of your account that she took it Personally? Personally? Yeah, I think that could be a really big part of it. Um, I know when the original Gomi post about uh, girl gangs allegedly lost her baby, she thought that I was behind that. So I think her thinking that she thought I was behind that, I was not. <sighs> Alice can confirm. <laughs> I was not hey, the one behind record. that. She was not. I was yeah. not. Um, and then me sharing these posts, I think that she thinks that I'm coming for her and okay. you know, coming at her with well, all of this. And and back when Alice did write that post, there were uh, screenshots in that article of Joe um, where on Aaron's due date, Aaron's brother contacted Joe saying, where is she? We can't find her, which is a whole other it's like topic what, in and of itself. Five in the morning, they can't find her. She has to be induced at 1 p.m. that day. <laughs> Yeah, and she had, uh, there's, there's rumors flying. Rumors and I'll say this, here's the part that made me kind of flare up with baby daddy Joe. Um, it was weird because he writes, you know, he shares the stuff, whatever, the Gomi page, right? Mm -hmm. I go to the Reddit page, he's like, here's an AMA, ask me anything, I'm Joe, right? Initially, when he writes, he says that, 
Okay, so the elementary school friend says she knew who Joe was because Aaron showed her his page. Then he says, I don't use social media. I don't have Facebook or anything. Well, what the fuck? What page are you talking what about? What page is was it your Tinder page? Like Instagram? Like when someone says page, I think Facebook. Facebook, yeah. When someone says Instagram, like I showed the Instagram, I think Instagram, you know, whatever. But she didn't specify what social media platform, but there was a social media platform for her to know who this person was. So that's the part that kind of was weird to me too, is I'm like, I I also kind of question what the hell, because I'm like, why is he, first off, it's a dude. And some of the writing just doesn't sound very dude-ish to me, if that makes any sense. That's what people were saying too. But if you go back, he's had his Reddit account for what, like eight years. And I went back and read all, and he talks about where he lives, the neighborhood that he lives in, in Chicago, where he was living before he moved to Chicago. And there was actually a picture of him. In those comments, in his in his Reddit profile, I think it was him wearing a hoodie after he worked out. I don't even know how to use Reddit enough to even know what the fuck. I think it's been deleted, but people went and did a deep dive as soon as they saw him because they had the same questions as you. Yeah, thinking like, okay, this he's ta- doesn't ta- seem like he's talking like a dude, but he has had that account for years okay, and so years. We had some confirming because I did when I read that I was like, okay, she said that the friend said she saw his page. This guy says he doesn't use social media. So what the fuck? Yeah. He does have an Instagram because that's how her brother was messaging him and I do know his full name and I've looked him up and everything and he does have LinkedIn. I've seen his picture. It does match okay. with the Reddit profile. Is he cute? Is he cute? Um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, wait. Maybe that solves the mystery of the page. Maybe they met Instagram page. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I wish I knew more. Maybe so we'll have him on the show, and we'll, just, we'll maybe we'll ask. Come him on, Joe. Questions. Come on the show. <laughs> I think Joe's like going to change his real name and like. <laughs> um. I know. <laughs> um. Gosh. What a what a what a entanglement. But um. After this whole thing happened, like what what's the biggest takeaway that you've learned from all this? Because like you're I mean, you're fine. You didn't take down your account. You haven't yeah. had any other issues besides and I think it like they probably pissed them off even more because they shared it to get back at you and you were like, Okay, so bye. Hi, this is who I am. Like boss move. <laughs> it's me. And yeah. Like so now what what's the biggest takeaway? Um, I've always known this, obviously, but you are not anonymous in anything that you do in your entire life. You, you can always be traced back to who you are, where you live, <laughs> your phone number, things like that. So, um, you know, just keep that in mind when you're doing things. <laughs> like, literally, I mean, it's mind blowing because this whole situation has been just like unreal. Like, I mean, yeah. I have spent countless hours trying to figure this shit out. And I'm also like, we're never going to know. We're do never going to know every detail. Do you think she's ever going to get back online? I think that she'll try to. Um, I think that she's addicted to social media. She's addicted to the attention that she was getting. She did not have a small account. She got a lot of attention on there. And I think that... Very quickly. Very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. She really thrived off of it. So I think that she'll try to come back on. But I don't think that the internet will really let her have the same platform that she did before or show her face. Um, and I think that's kind of where she went wrong with everything was trying to be a personality while also trying to be a call out account. 
Yeah. And the yeah. thing for me is that when I, and I've said this before on earlier episodes of Roast and Toast that when we were originally seeing her come on the scene, I was very intrigued. I was like, oh, okay. You know, like there's someone calling out influencers. This could be really good. This could be healthy. And then it took a turn when she started sending the mob after people and being absolutely crazy trying to like demanding explanations acting like she was god and the authority when she really had just come on the scene in five minutes and didn't doesn't know how all these things work she was diving into like fcc laws um and just acting like she was the be all and end all but then when people would challenge that and want to have a conversation back and hold her accountable for lying for spreading false information and retracting it um she would gaslight put the blame on them and it's funny how in a situation like this when she's holding other people accountable for their actions she's not doing the same mm -hmm. do you think that it would just be an easy fix if she just got on and said do you think she should get on and say something i think she should Yes, yeah. I definitely think that she should get on and address it. Okay. Yeah, I, do, you, do you feel like that would be something? Yeah, do you think that that would be something that she, I mean, obviously we all know she would expect the same out of the other person if they were. That's what she would be doing. She would be going hard for, the, if she were not her, she would be going hard for herself. Like demanding answers, going down rabbit holes, tracking people down, posting things. So why is it different in this case is I guess what I want to know. Yeah, but you and I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, we'll never know. I don't think we're ever going to know the truth. So obviously it got crazy. It got crazy. Yeah. There's like even more rumors and I'm like, what? I know. But you're obviously still here. You're going to keep your account. You're going to keep doing what you're doing. Is yes. there anything? Are you just like chill about it? Do you have like an agenda with the account? Do you... What do you want to do with it going forward after all this? Um, I think I'm pretty chill about it. I don't have like plans or anything for it. Just as things come up and things get brought to light, I'll be there to hopefully bring it even more to light. <laughs> like literally, I, you really are chill. I'm getting such good vibes. You must be like <laughs> the coolest person. You must be <laughs> such a good friend. Thank you. you. Um, obviously a fantastic dog mom. Like, I mean, I'm just, you're just... I'm very amazed that, you know, in my opinion, because like nothing else has happened since, it's almost like you gave zero um, emotional like backlash. Like you, you had no emotion for what just happened to you, even though your whole anonymous thing, just like, even though you said no one's ever anonymous, you just kind of handled it so much that it almost became like, eh, they're not fun. I don't want to keep playing with them anymore, you know, because very you didn't get unemotional. Them. Yeah. You didn't give the reaction they were wanting. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It just well, kind instead of, of it giving down. the reaction that they wanted, you were like, oh, you want to play that game? Okay. Here, here's my face. This is who I am. Like, <laughs> do you think girl gangs is really offline? Cause I noticed that there was a screenshot and the person watching it was from a girl gangs had seen it. And why yes. would that pop up on that person's phone if they didn't have that account? I'm glad you noticed Correct. that little screenshot on there. Yeah, Girl Gangs, she was one of the first people to view Bravo Boo's story of my letter on there. Her little little icon was on there. Um, and it was like within 11 minutes. So I do think that Erin is online. She's watching all of this happen. Um, 
people on Reddit would definitely agree with that because there's constantly new accounts being made that type just like her and are just so angry and coming at these people. So, yeah. And I'm sure she'll oh. listen to this. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, gosh, so excited. <laughs> the one account, the uh, new accounts, this uh, made me remember. Gosh, I can't remember the whole name, but Guava, I think, mm -hmm. was the account that popped up on Reddit that was the childhood friend mm -hmm. and did an AMA as well. Everyone's doing AMAs. Her old, her ex-co-host, Katrina, did an AMA on Reddit. Anyway, the childhood friend did an AMA and was actually giving a lot of information yeah. and said, people were saying, why is the family covering for her? And she said, the family has some dark secrets that they don't want out there, like an affluent popular family in the small town they have an image they need to protect and right after that the account was deleted and she was gone wait so what do you think happened wait the ama friend the account was deleted. yeah gone? Mm -hmm. yep ah oh, damn i missed it i it's still up there you can still go read do it you think, yeah <laughs> do you think it was aaron's family that had to do with her leaving yeah, I'm sure scared. that they were threatening her, you know, whether it be doxing or coming after her for posting all of this, like, personal information. Um, I think that Aaron had something to do with that account being deleted. Um, I also saw that that account was getting lots of uh, messages threatening them and doxing them and things like that. And um, I don't know if you guys saw the account Gigi's Baby Daddy on Reddit. Yes. Um, that lady is psychotic, first of all. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, she, I was reading her comments, and I was like, she's coming out of, like, nowhere. Yeah, no. she has a personal Instagram, and she had originally messaged me back in December asking what my thoughts on everything were. So I said, I don't really have an opinion right now. Go read this Reddit thread, and you can go read um, the Gomi blog posts about it, and that will kind of get you up to speed on all the drama that's going on at least. And then she turned around and sent all of these screenshots to Aaron. And she said, how dare you think that um, a grieving mother uh, is lying about all of this, blah, blah, blah. And then she just like kept sending me messages after message, after message, after message. And then you never said that you thought that she was lying. No. And it gets even crazier from here. There's another account on Instagram and it's um, pretending to be a dude which is funny. Um, but then if you look up the email address it's signed up under, it's the same email address that's signed up under the crystal friend who was Gigi's baby daddy. Gigi's baby daddy. <laughs> terrible name. Yeah. What? Right? How Why would you write that at your friend lost her baby and you're like going to write something? Yeah. How did you find out that Gigi's the Gigi's part. baby daddy account was this girl on Instagram? Um, she was saying that I said this, this, and this to someone else. And the only person I'd ever typed that out to was to this crystal girl. Um, and then she kept calling it the Gomi blog, which I know I just did, but, um, she called it the Gomi blog and like the same capitalization in her words, like randomly, it, wow. very, just all the same. Um, and then this As other account what did that you have us do? We're going to get all these messages now. <laughs> I need a martini. I need a martini. <laughs> My brain is like just hurting. I know. It's like, so crazy. Are you still getting these random weird messages? Yeah, just a couple days ago. Um, maybe it was last night. My days have just kind of all blurred together. I've been off work for so long now. <laughs> um, but it was, it's, we'll say his name was Cameron, messaged me 
um, I have the screenshots I can send to you guys for proof of this, but I was just like, how dare you? Like, she has all your personal information and your mom's. She's going to come after you. You better watch yourself. So then I looked up the email that that account was made under. It's the same email for all of these other crazy people. Accounts, oh so. my God. <laughs> you would think that they would have to, the common sense to use a different email address. Nope, they don't. <laughs> She's crazy. So, oh um, my God. Yeah, so do you think Gigi's baby daddy is really Gigi? Because that's what people are saying. No, I think it's Crystal. Cr- or sorry, yeah, yeah. Crystal. Okay, well, I, I think so. The other daddy. account. This is the, the fan. She's the fan right. of Gigi, right? That's right. And the guy, the the one, the account pretending to be a guy was also Crystal. Yes. How does Crystal know Gigi? Is that's, she just a diehard fan? I think she's just or? a diehard fan because she's not from the same state. She's from the South. Um, you know, okay. I've looked her up. I know all her information, but I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to dox her. You really are all crazy down here. <laughs> wow. Uh, this it, is, it, it's, it's the weather. It's this bipolar weather that we have. It's, it's the humidity. Crazy. I would be yeah, crazy too humidity. if I lived in that humidity. <laughs> I know. Okay. So uh, now that we're sort of at the end of the saga, like, is there anything that we left out that we missed? Any other things that you wanted to add? I think we kind of covered it all. You know, it was kind of all over the place. There's just yeah, so yeah. much. You just keep like, There's oh, yeah, so oh, yeah. much. Is there there's any so predictions much. that you have? Like, there's what so do you think is going to happen next? Yeah, what do you think is going to happen next? <laughs> I don't know. I think that um, she's not going to come back on the Girl Gangs account. And if she does, she better own up to it. Come on. <laughs> But I don't know what she's going to do next. I think that she will try to come back onto Instagram in one way or another. Um, but I, I don't know how she's going to do it. I don't know what she's expecting because the we don't forget. The internet doesn't forget. There's screenshots, yeah. messages. You know, She's not going to be able to just run away from this. Great. I'm going to have like explosive diarrhea, like anxiety <laughs> in the next couple of days. Um, I'm going to get like 10 phone calls a day from Chrissy. <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm not worried because there are some things that were said on Reddit that I was like, this is so weird and off the wall that I didn't even share it because I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't think this helps anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. But I have no opinion on it. But the only opinion I do have is that I feel like she is doing a disservice by not just stating you know, just shutting everybody up, essentially. I mean, I don't think it would, but... Yeah. Well, she, and and feel, she has... I feel she's hypocritical to, you know, because I know if the shoe was on the other foot, I'm telling you, she would... Oh, hell yeah. She'd be like a dog with a bone. Which is why... And I'm she has such there. a... She has such a huge platform, too, that she could use this for good. If it's true, if it's not true, for so much good. She could blow this up she has connections with celebrities whether they're d-list or not she has so many connections and you know what i love about all of this is that reddit you everyone is sharing trying to find the silver lining in this and they have shared so many resources for for mothers yes who have lost children whether miscarriage stillborn and then you Brittany, you took all of those from reddit and put them on your page as a one-stop shop where people could go if they want to see this because we all know things can get lost in translation on Reddit. Um, But I love that. I love that. Could you share some of the, like, what's a couple of the resources that you shared for that? Could you share them? Yeah, absolutely. Let me put them up. Um, One that I did get a lot of messages about was the Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep Infant Remembrance Photography 
um, these people will come into your hospital room with you and take remembrance photos of you and your baby. Um, oh. I know that some of them I was I was oh. crying sharing some of these. Um, yeah. There's June's bouquets and it's flowers for aching arms. And so they'll put together a really big bouquet for you to go out of the hospital holding. Wow. Um, Molly oh. bears and they're um, stuffed bears that are made to the exact weight of your baby when they were born so that you don't leave the hospital without that. Um, oh my <laughs> God. Um, wow. There was another one that I really loved and it was um, hand stamped necklace. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I'm sorry. Um, see, that's the part that just like, no matter what, gosh, I mean, I can't speak on that experience because it's like a, I've never had, I mean, uh, that's a nightmare. There were so many stories on Reddit of women being vulnerable and sharing these horrific traumatic stories. And it just blows my mind that I can't wrap my head. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. I can't wrap my head that, that, uh, that, because it's like, it's so like, uh, uh, it's such a night. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really appreciated you being so like open and vulnerable and also sharing that. Um, especially because like you said, you, you know, you're child free by choice, you know, so you're not, you know, you, you haven't experienced anything like that before. And, and I, I've had children, I've never experienced that before. So I just, I can't, that's why I can't wrap my brain around the thought that that could possibly not be true. Yeah. You know, because it's such a, it's one of those things like you don't even, it's almost like you don't even really talk about it because it's almost like you're going to jinx yourself. Like, I don't want to even approach that subject because God forbid that ever happened to me type situation. Yeah. It's one of those things like I would never even, my brain, that's what I'm saying. My brain can't process or even go to that point that someone would, that the rumor would be that she would have lied about any of that stuff. Yeah. And to your point, Chrissy, there was a question on Reddit saying like, what if it comes out that it absolutely unequivocally factually is true and people were saying like we would vote for the reddit account to be shut down we would you know but i think there there have definitely been there's two types of people in this there have been people who have called her out from the very beginning calling her a liar outright publicly and then there have been people who have watched this all unfold had their own thoughts but were careful not to say either way and i think because of the platform Gigi had it's just natural for us to want to know. She shared so much with us and she demanded accountability from everyone else. I think it's human nature to want to have an answer. So yeah. just, you know, just because we're talking about it doesn't mean we're, we're purposely not saying our opinion on the show I, one way or another. I have no idea. I don't you can take, think there. the listeners can take the facts and everyone will have their own opinion. But at the end of the day, it's like so hurtful to so many women. And I'm just glad that there are people out there trying to take some ounce of positivity from it and share helpful resources. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, geez. What do you see? So are you still going to, how you still plan on running this account? You're going to still go the same way. Is there anything you're going to do differently now after Um, this is happening? I think just posting the facts that are at hand, um, only posting things that have like concrete proof, um, you know, things like that. Like <laughs> no emotion, no yeah. emotion, yeah. Um, which you're really good at that. 
I try. I would be so heated. Oh my God. Okay. So, um, what is, I guess, to leave the listeners in the world that you're in with all of the pulses of influencers that you have going on, what is the big topic right now? Who's the next influencer who you're watching? Laura Beverlin. <laughs> I'm I'm keeping my eye on her. <laughs> There's been so much going on with her. Is this houses. about the house? Yes. And the, yeah. yeah. So I'm, Real estate moguls. You know, I'm a LaBev. I'm a LaBev apologist. Did you know that? Are you? I, know. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's because her and Marky are just cute little tiny people. And, you know, like we're just, you know, whatever. Like they're just so little. Like, you know, you can't <laughs> poly people. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't hate them. But I will say this whole house purchasing thing, I was like, ugh. Right? Mm. And then yes. she painted that damn mantle. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then the whole table in the kitchen right now, it's like a big rectangle black table. Now they have light gray chairs and a small little circle rug under it. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, well, we'll have to watch this whole LaBev thing unfold. And maybe we'll have you on again to, I don't know, have another break episode it about it. Break, break it down, down for us because it's hard. Thank you for coming on and for like, it, as soon as we talked to you, you instantly were like, yeah, let's talk. Let's do it. Why not? And I think it's cool what you're doing. I think it's hard um, to keep a neutral perspective. I know I can't. I, I definitely follow influencers that like hate follow and follow because I truly love them. <laughs> I try to toe the line of, you know, like, only like drawing the line at snarking on certain things, but giving credit where credit is due. And it's not you can't easy help to do. So, bias when you immerse yourself in that world. You can't. So the help fact it. that, yes. So the fact that you're not biased and you're not immersed in it um, is, is kind of cool and very authentic. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I wish I could be unemotional like you. Yeah. It <laughs> helps when I keep myself as anonymous as I can be. I have to type it all yeah. up. And, you know, I have posted a couple things in the past that were kind of led more by emotion and there's an account girl fangs 7733 yes. um they called me out on it and i was like you know what i appreciate that viewpoint i took what you just said to heart and i took everything on that topic down because i do think that it's wow i have been wrong you, in you, the past you heard yeah you you understood their point of view and you respectfully mm -hmm. agreed Yes, I love so. that. See, yeah, I love that too. And I think that's really important. I, I feel like I feel like what I think feel like you're doing the Lord's work, okay? Mm -hmm. Because I am so biased, and I will look at influencers that I like through those rose-colored glasses. Me so too. When you are there, kind of like you're not you're not trying to like pop the bubble, you know. You're just kind of like, hey, this is like problematic, and this is why. well, this is kind of a whole meta moment. But maybe this is what Gigi's account could have been. Oh, she's I really, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear from Crystal Esther. <laughs> Cannot wait. So excited. I'll get my martini ready. I'm keeping anyway, my thoughts. <laughs> no, keep Brittany, doing what I, you're I'm doing. Such a baby bitch, I'm, Brittany. I'm such yeah. a baby bitch. I'm, I'm nervous, but it'll be all right. Nah, it, <laughs> it's okay. I got you, boo. About this Don't be nervous. Very good topic, and I really appreciate you yeah. on the show. And I hope that you can come on again, because I do think you can give that unbiased viewpoint. And I, I honestly, I, I really do think this is a really good step because you're not going to go after someone personally. You're not trying to send mobs after them. Mm -hmm. but you're also shedding light, and I hope it kind of helps these influencers 
you know, make sure that they are having an, they, their integrity. Transparent, as transparent so as you can be. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. you know. Thank you for coming on. It was so great talking to you. We hope the Borch is listening. Found <laughs> okay. something good from this episode. I I cannot wait. Crystal, thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> Gigi, thank you for listening. Thank All you. of our haters, <laughs> thank you for, you know, giving us a thank giving you. us a listen. But Not that we say, care about downloads, but thanks. But I will say, Aaron, if you're listening, um, you know, thoughts and prayers. I mean, whatever it is that you're going through, you're going through it. And yeah. I'm gonna go by your words and I'm really sorry for your loss. And, you know, I hope that I hope that you heal and grow, you know? Yeah. I guess that's all we can say. That's all we so, can say. Until next time, Borches. Are we going to say our regular closing no. line? Because it feels so weird. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye Brittany. Bye.